everybody. Welcome what? back to... Wait. Oh, sorry. Restart it. <laughs> I hadn't okay. even pushed a button yet. There you go. <laughs> All right. Mm. Mm. Ah. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, the long-awaited, or if not long-awaited, maybe long-delayed return of the Fooshcast. Um, with everything going on in the world um, right now, we know this has been a little bit uh, infrequent in terms of times when we have been able to get together, but... Um, we thought that for our return, we would maybe um, tee something up that we could maybe call the ultimate or ultimate <laughs> version um, of the Fooshcast because we are fortunate enough today to have the man himself, Mr. Brian Flynn from Super 7 coming to us from San Francisco um, to have a conversation about um, ultimates. So Brian, thank you very much for joining us. And, you know, to get started, how, how are things going? How are, you know, how are you coping with all the things going in the world and some of the things that are happening, you know, specifically in the SF area and whatnot? How, how are you doing? Well, I can be outside and breathe the air right now. So that's a, that's, it's it, a huge. It looks problem. pretty right now. <laughs> it, it's nice today. I mean, a week ago, not even a week ago. Yeah. I mean, it was burnt orange and the air quality was in the high 300s. So it's the, the, the icons even for air quality go from like, oh, it's fine to put on a mask to put on a gas mask with the respirator things. It's yeah. like you are not supposed to be anywhere near air like that. And so Well well I saw I saw on your Instagram when you posted a picture of when you were shooting and the sky was just that color of orange. And I was like, you know, if it wasn't deadly and horribly unhealthy, that would be really cool because orange is kind of your color. It's like the sky's turned to color for you guys, but it's for all the wrong reasons right now. Yeah, and that that was that picture was taken at noon. Oh, I can't it imagine. Crazy. They somebody did a whole bunch of drone photography and then put it to the soundtrack of Blade Runner 2099. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's exactly what it looked like. 100%. There's no color filter on that. Wow. Just well, like, it was the end of the world. Well, for, fortunately not um, right now, it, at least not yet. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's good to maybe have a conversation about, you know, some things that can kind of take our minds off, uh, you know, the, the other things going on. So ultimates, um, you know, to, to start, because I want to get into, obviously, you know, the lines that the, the lines that you have going within the ultimates execution and, and the properties that you have. But to, to, to get started, um, you know, we may have some people who are uninitiated um, a, a, as far as their exposure. And, and for those dozen people, maybe um, at most at this point, <laughs> um, I, I kind of just wanted to start at the beginning with, um, you know, how, how did the Ultimates line um, come to be and how is it conceived um, really in comparison to some of the other product offerings that Super 7 is kind of known for? Obviously, the first thing that we're known for is the Reaction Series, which is the three and three quarter throwback sort of retro nostalgia figures. So, you know, if you grew up, you know, between, you know, 77, 78, when the first Star Wars figures came out, sort of the mid to late 80s, you know, three and three quarter figures were pervasive. You know, yep. that really was until Masters of the Universe came on and then Transformers came on and then Turtles came on. Then the form factors changed. But for a lot of people for a long time, that's their core form factor. So that, you know, with, with reaction, it's really sort of like for somebody of that age and that, that I guess, collecting sensibility, seeing those properties redone in that three and three quarter style is very nostalgic is very fun for them where certain other people are like why do you sculpt it in this shitty articulation and it's just like well because it's not for you it's for right them. and 
that guy wants that. You want something else. And in that guy that wants something else, uh, you know, we took over the Maddie collector line way back when with Masters of the Universe. And when we started it, we were making figures that were very much in the style that Mattel had made. Uh, and then over time, as we started working with them, we started adding more and more things to the package. So rather than like, here's a figure with a weapon or two weapons, maybe it's got a set of hands, but usually not. That's sort of what that was. And then we started adding more hands and an extra head and more weapons. And it just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as we moved forward, we were like, you know, quite frankly, you know, you get to a sort of thing of like, at the $35 price range, I can't do all this stuff that I want. Mm -hmm. But if we move up to the $45 price range, I can add all this other stuff in. Uh, and the Ultimates was really born about like, well, what do I want to have as a toy collector? And I want the ultimate version of this toy. So I want to evolve into the best version of this as possible. So let's give it as many accessories let's not limit what I can give this figure. Like I can only afford to give this three accessories. Like right. okay, this figure only needs three accessories. It's only got three, but if it needs 12, then we're going to put all 12 into it. Um, so that's sort of how the, the figure line is itself evolved. And then the business model around it, sort of what we're talking about, the pre-order thing is, and invariably when you look back, especially the easiest analogies, looking back at Maddie collector, you know, they'd make a figure, everybody would buy it. They would overproduce. They'd sit in the warehouse. Then they'd go on sale for 50% off a year after you bought it. So you paid, you know, 30 bucks for it. And a year later you could get it for 15. Mm -hmm. And then they'd close out the rest of them at big lots at 9.99. And the figures were never worth in some ways on the collector value. Some of them, not so much, but others, what you even paid for them. Yeah. And for a small company like ourselves, one, I can't carry inventory like that. It's far too expensive. And sure. two, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. If you're going to spend 45 bucks to get a toy from me, I want it to be always worth at least 45 bucks, if not yeah. more. So what we did was instead of pre-making it, trying to guess how many that we needed to make, we just opened up a pre-order and said, hey, there's a whole month. Everybody that wants one has got a chance to order. You can get whatever you want. And at the end of the month, we'll take all those orders and we're going to make two order. Mm -hmm. So that's how many get made. There's no extras. So there's, if you bought it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And that sort of by the nature of it doing that way, it shields us from the risk of like, oh, I made, I'm you know, making up fake numbers. I made 10,000 Toxic Avengers, but I only sold 50. What am I going to do with 9,950 Toxic Avengers? My right. company sunk. Versus also like, uh, oh, they were up for an hour and they sold out and I didn't get a chance to get one, which is even worse for a lot of people. So it's like, look, you had a month. Like if you couldn't get them in the month, like life situations uh, notwithstanding, like it's fine. You had the chance. Everybody had a chance. We made it. And invariably what we've seen, whether fortunately or unfortunately, is that by the time they actually land and people get them in hand, then the demand for them is stronger and mm -hmm. not by design, the secondary market is moving. But it's like, 
I hope that for people, if they know while, because there's definitely people that will talk about the price point, uh, like for $45, it's never going to be worth less than 45 bucks. It's always yeah. going to be there. And then, you know, it's, it's a bit weird for a lot of people where it's like, wait, I paid for this, but it takes nine months for me to get the toy. And it's like, yes, because we don't start making the toy until we get the orders. As crude as it may sound, I, I often tell people toy gestation period is about the same as a human, right? It, it takes about nine months to get it to come around, right? <laughs> and the, the, the very funny part about that is that we just got done filming the stuff that we're doing for New York Comic, what would have been New York Comic Con. And mm -hmm. literally at one point I, I pull out a book about how a toy gets made and we talk about <laughs> the trimesters. The first trimester, <laughs> the second trimester, and the third trimester. And yeah. And, and that's it. I mean, it takes about a year to get a toy made. The first three months is getting the sculpt and paint masters and everything done. And that's when we do the pre-order. And then the next nine months, get the toy made. Ideally, in the future, we're going to get to a point where we might actually get into tooling before the mm -hmm. things get started so we can shorten the window. But it's a bigger risk. But it's also yeah. one of those things as we continue to, I hate to say build the business because it sounds corporate, but as we continue to do that and more and more people know what it is and we're more and more confident that the releases that we're going to be making are going to be successful enough to go into tooling that then we can get ahead a little bit further but yeah for the person that's never bought from us before and then that first figure is like i ordered this like almost a year ago like yeah. what happened and it's like no that's that's the way this works it's yeah. definitely not the normal uh way of doing it well, you know, like you said, it's 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 good for things kind of remaining, you know, at at, at what they're worth, hedging, you know, against, um, you know, some of that risk. Because I, I think from a consumer standpoint, where, where I sit, it's like, you know, I I understand that, and, and I see why. And it, the the way I look at it is, is that hedging against risk just means more opportunity to to see more, you know, in the future. So, um, and, and in in the time that we're living with consummate exclusives everywhere, and it's like things sell out before they even go live um it's it, having having that month-long um you know order period is really nice but, but but you talked about growing the, the business and that kind of you know led, led me to something i was curious about it's a, you know with the complexity of this line and a lot of the things that have to go in it, it it seems to me like it would be something that's made up of like a consummate team effort um can can you talk about you know just kind of the, the roles or maybe even the people who you know contribute to this line because i i don't think we've really seen that you know before uh, you know, it's a lot of different people. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot of us internally. There's a lot of different things going on externally from sculpt and license. I don't know what's going on outside all of a sudden, but it got very loud. I don't know, is that coming through on your side? Uh, not, not terribly for me. Mm -mm. I can hear I it. But it sounds like somebody's swinging a tree at, at another tree. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Because I looked up at my own roof a minute ago thinking, what is that? But it's coming out of a laptop. I think, I think literally somebody is taking a tree down and they're shoving it in one of those grinders. Oh, you know? perfect. They're, they're perfect making, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, they're making mulch down the street all of a sudden. Um, uh, going back to your question, if you can hear through it, uh, you know, uh, in some ways it's a lot uh, it's a bunch of different people that work for us, like Josh and Kyle and Nomi and Mari and the whole design team, drawing out the figures, coming up with the accessories. Uh, we obviously work with a variety of sculptors. 
it's sort of headed up by the four horsemen, but then it's not just the horsemen. It's a variety of other people that they then go out to. And, you know, um, it's been a pretty symbiotic relationship in putting this stuff together. And a lot of it is us sitting around really just talking about what do we want to see from these characters? What are the parts that are interesting to us? Uh, You know, you know, same thing like that's where you get something like a King Diamond or a Toxic uh, Avenger or a Toxic Crusader ultimate figure where people are like, I, I, why did you make that? And it's like, we thought it would be fun to make. So we yeah. made it. That's what we wanted. Um, so the process, I mean, a lot of it is really just sitting down, brainstorming, just sort of where the line can go. What characters do we want to see? What are things that are unexpected and would be fun? Like if you're talking about Thundercats, like, you know, bringing in Captain Cracker really early, like no one expected that. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of the fun is really sort of planning it. I hate to say that it's a given that it's going to be good because that's not true, but, you know, we're not going to make it shitty. So right. uh, the fun really comes in just really sitting here planning it out trying to find out all the things that we can do to really make a great figure. And then quite honestly, sometimes it's listening to the feedback we get. There's definitely been a couple more than a couple times where we put something for sale and people are like, Oh man, where did, what about this? And you're like, Oh shit, we didn't think about that. Yeah. We need to add that in. And then we'll <laughs> add it in. Yeah. Cause we have the time. Yeah. Well, that's, that, 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 that's, that's really cool. And when you talk about the time with that, you know, right now you're keeping it pretty, constant or even in that you know each month you really have a a new series or 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 you know it's either thundercats month or maybe it's um turtles month or whatever uh that that you open up for a pre-order period and sometimes those are kind of offset by you know smaller maybe single figure um solicitations like voltron um you know we've had in king diamond uh, as you mentioned do you think right now that 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 pace of solicitation um you've hit the sweet spot um for that without you know going after people too much um at, at one time or do you think that they're because of the licenses that you have and how you're going to want to grow do you think that's going to ever have to expand at all? Uh, I think there's what we very specifically do on all of this is I, I talk about it from the collector's perspective, which is how much money can I spend with you guys to continue to collect this line? So mm-hmm. at our highest pace, we try not to do a, a license more than every three months. So every okay. quarter. So once okay. if we're hot on something or, there's other extenuating circumstances from licensors or anything else that come into play. At the very most, the, the most often I'm going to do it, it would be like, if I do it in January, then it's nothing in February, nothing in March, then it'll be in April. And so once a quarter, I'm coming back and saying, here's a set of four figures. It's going to be $180. Can you buy this? And in doing so, on the collector side, I can manage and afford to continue to buy that product. I'm not going to try and ramp it up to every two months and make it, I don't want to make it fiscally difficult to do because, you yeah. know, the vast majority of the people that buy stuff from us, you know, they've got wives and kids at this point. You're not buying brand new things. You're buying uh, what I would only term as you're buying luxury items. None of yeah. this is necessity. This is a luxury item. This is a nice to have, not a need to have. So if I try to, drive this into the ground faster than you can pay for it or make it fiscally difficult 
you're going to stop paying for it or get annoyed with it or anything else. I want to make this and I want you to be able to get it. I want to take the time to do it. So at our fastest, we're at quarterly. Um, and I would say that when we really start looking into next year, because all of 21 is already planned and half of 22 is already planned. Wow. Uh, is that quite frankly, we'll go in most of the cases on licenses to an every four month cadence. So if you buy Thundercats from us every four months, and then ideally, because it's every four months, if I'm on my manufacturing timeline right and I get things a little tighter, you're getting one right as the next one starts. And then, you know, I've got my new wave. Here's the pre-order for the next wave. Four months later, yeah. that wave two waves ago showed up, and now here's the pre-order for the next wave. And we just sort of, I hate to say methodically because it makes it sound robotic, but, you know, it's, it's the same thing. There's a lot of... There's a lot of stuff I'd like to be doing right now, but I, you know, I can't do it until certain things deliver. Like uh, Snake Mountain started shipping from the factory almost a month ago. That's but perfect. It, That's what I was gonna but, ask you about. <laughs> but Snake Mountain's gonna take four months. Originally we thought it was gonna take three months, but it's four months of factory time to get through all of them. Because wow. they can literally only, the size of the factory can only, is full with, so 25% of the amount of Snake Mountains were making will fill an entire factory there's wow. no more space left and so they yeah. literally have to make 25 percent of them package them all up move them out next month make the next 25 percent package them up move them out so literally just shipping snake mountain out of the factory is a four-month process right fucking gigantic <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, oh I, I, I just hope the space that I've reserved for is, is big enough for sure. Well, and, and, and you know, you talk about the, the logistics of that, but I, I know um, the, when you had, you had a conversation not too um, long ago with our mutual friend, P. Danny, um, as he's uh, yeah. known to be called, but you, you, you said something to the effect of getting Snake Mountain into people's hands, much like, you know, getting the first wave of turtles or Thundercats before you really wanted to, to test the waters in terms of other large scale items has has the production cycle of snake mountain has that already impacted some of the things that you were hoping to do in terms of schedule completely because snake mountain i mean it's only about a month after we thought it was going to be here and then mm -hmm. we thought it was a three-month delivery but now it's going to be a four-month delivery um you know like the first people will start seeing the snake mountains in their hands you know in less than a month like they'll they'll be here to us in another couple weeks and then we've got to get them ready to go out and blah, blah, blah. Like they'll start to trickle and then over the next four months come through, but I can't really put up another sort of deluxe uh, wow piece until mm -hmm. that guy that spent 600 or $700 after shipping has got it in his hands. Like, yeah. uh, that's just, for lack of a better description, rude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it definitely has slowed down. We've got, you know, we've got one thing we've been talking about for a long time that I think people are fairly convinced is coming. We've got, a, <laughs> we've got another thing that I can think of a couple, maybe. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, you know, I, I'm not probably letting the cat out of the bag too much, but we have two other projects in the works. Cool. One is theoretically ready to go, but can't can't go until snake mountain's done shipping and then mm -hmm. the other one would be a little later into next year 
Okay. So, so the, the Snake Mountain should start getting into kind of the first people's hands within the next month or so and expected to be kind of following that same thing pretty much for the rest of the year then, huh? Yeah, because, I mean, that's going to be the hard part is, like, you're going to get a guy, you know, October 15, he's like, woohoo, I've got my Snake Mountain. And mm-hmm. then there's going to be a guy in Europe who's, like, doesn't get his till January. Yeah. And that guy is going to be just like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. But I'm hoping I can get out in front of it with a lot of people and just say, hey, look, if this is where you bought it from or this is how you got it, this is the month it's coming to you. And we'll be yeah. emailing and talking about that, but it's just like, I know you're going to be like, Hey, I ordered mine too. That guy got it. Where is it? And it's like, yours may not be here for another two or three months. And that's, that's going to be hard for some people, I think. But at the same time, it's just, I feel like the more transparent we can be and just like, it's, it's the size of furniture. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't come in a mailer box this big. Like, it's yeah, I'm. I, I have a two-year-old, so I, I'm interested to see who's going to be taller when it arrives. If, if she's going to outgrow it yet, or if Snake Mountain's still going to be taller than her by the time it gets here. So I'm, yeah, that'll be a that'll be a good check. You could put it on the wall. <laughs> Snake Mountain is the you know where you do the measuring the kid height on the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate the, you know, the, the insight and, and the clarification on that. And I know that everybody does too, because as you said, just, just having the updates and whatnot goes, goes a long way into, you know, kind of keeping everybody okay. Um, you know, we manage their expectations, I, I, I guess. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of like these things aren't, it's not like you can be like, oh, here's the schedule. This is how long it happens. It's sort of mm-hmm. like these things are done when they're done. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and they're complicated, crazy toys. So yeah, it's, you know, but, 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 but ultimate, ultimately worth the <laughs> wait, right? <laughs> fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, thank you for the update on that. I, I kind of <laughs> wanted to shift and, and I was going to really start with, with turtles because I got to be honest with you for the past couple of months since I got mine, I've been really hot, um, on the turtles, but since, um, you know, you just revealed a couple of days ago at the time of this filming, the fourth series of the other line that I'm really hot on right now, uh, Thundercats, I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about Thundercats because, you know, I remember you saying that, you know, you wanted to get this first wave in people's hands um, by the time uh, wave four what was going to be solicited and, and now we're seeing you know snowman linkso monkey and, and pumra um, yeah. can, can you talk about you know the lineup or, or or even you know what 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 you believe are the high what are the highlights of this you know pretty eclectic group right yeah I mean it's it's a pretty varied group and it really sort of depends on the collector there's a lot of people that are very excited for you know the snowman uh, just because they love that character. At the same time, I'm very excited. Like, Pumrah's never really been done. So mm-hmm. it's great uh, to, or Pumra, you know. Uh, it, it's great to be able to start getting into some of the things that haven't been made. And the great thing about that figure is that we're actually making an alternate head that's scaled up. So if you bought the big Mumra, oh, yeah. you can put that head on the Mumra. So. That, 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 that's that's pretty keen foresight into that because I got to be honest with you I don't know if I that's why I don't design toys I suppose I, I don't know if I would have thought about that especially with the size difference but that's really cool you know I think 
I'm just excited to really start to get beyond, you know, the big sort of critique was, are you going to get past wave two? Are you going to get past the original wave that Mm -hmm. Mattel gave us? Are you going to, are you really going to be dedicated to this line? And I don't really see why we can't get to the same level in Thundercats that we got in Masters. We were, we were down, you weren't past primary and secondary, even tertiary characters. We were, we were into like, this guy's in the back panel of this comic book and one pay, you know, kind of thing. It's like, I'd like to keep making them for quite a while. And so far it seems like everybody's on board with that. Like mm-hmm. quite honestly, the level of orders that we're getting for wave one has been pretty consistent all the way through the initial orders, even through wave four, the numbers appear to be sort of the same. Yeah. So as long as the, that collector yourself and others mm-hmm. come along, we'll keep making them. Uh, like I, I said to somebody the other day, I mean, we're already, we've already planned through wave seven, wow. you know, wave eight, nine, 10, you know, we'll see, but I, I assume we're going to get to those. But like I said, as we were talking before, this is wave four. When I go into next year, you know, we've got four waves planned for next year. So on a, that quarterly basis, like they're in there. Uh, so, you know, we're going. Well, you, you know, you, you mentioned Pumra, um, because he, he's really the first, you know, figure in the line that, you know, not only that we haven't already seen yet, but he's the first one that never had a vintage toy either. So it, it, it kind of opens it up to, you know, start thinking about things that, that were offered in the cartoon, because even the cartoon got, you know, some pretty crazy um, and, and some interesting characters like the warrior women or, or, or people like that. I mean, do you do you consider the cartoon, you know, unique characters just as fertile ground for, for figures as, as even the vintage line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume that most people are buying these, you know, more based on the cartoon than mm-hmm. toys, per se. I mean, you've definitely got, obviously, a crossover of people that collected both. But the, the cartoon is the source material at this point. So that's, that's really where we're driving it to. And obviously, what they made in toys was very much driven by who are the main and more popular characters from the cartoon. Right. Right. So um, I, I've got to say with Wave 4, so, so Slive is by far my all-time favorite Thundercats um, character, and, and I cannot wait to get that figure, and I was really surprised that he was coming so early just because of, you know, how unique um, he is. But Monkeyan's kind of uh, given, given me a, a run for the money as far as that goes. What's, what's your favorite um, that you've revealed so far in terms of um, characters or figures that you've, you guys have done for Thundercats? I mean, it's going to sound cliche, but it's the gigantic Mumra the Ever-Living. Yeah. Like, I, once that gets into people's hands, I think they will be shocked. It is so big, comparatively yeah. speaking. Just, it's not just about the height, like the scale and the width, and especially with the cape. It's just, it's a fantastic figure. And I'm not saying that because I made it. I'm just saying that because like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I got this fucking Mumra. Yeah. Oh, this shit. oh, this is awesome. So, uh, you know, and while it's cliche to be like, oh, yeah, I like the bad guy, it's just like that figure is just, it's so special that I'm just, I can't wait for that one to get. Well, and, 
and I don't care if it is cliche, Thundercats to me is like masters. The, the bad guys were always so much cooler. So um, I'm, I, I'm with you as far as that goes. So you, you mentioned him and that, that's really good. Do you have um, kind of a, an update as to, you know, how things go with the production of, of series two and maybe even series three um, at this point where we're tracking to at the moment? Yeah, and then, you know, this will throw back and everybody will be like, what are you talking about? Like a little bit of what we said before we were on camera, where, mm-hmm. you know, what? You know, with Wave, they, they talked before? <laughs> they planned this out. It's all a conspiracy. Uh, no, it's, uh, you know, with Wave 1 of Thundercats, uh, like I said, there were some things I would like to have changed. There were some things I would have liked to have done slightly differently. Uh and part of that is sort of indicative of we went from our traditional factory that we normally use to make Ultimates back to the original Mattel factory so that we could have a closer synergy to the original line uh, in those figures. In as much, they just move at a different pace and they work mm-hmm. very differently than our other factory because most of the time they're making Jurassic Park dinosaurs. They don't really care about my very tiny order of Thundercats. And I'm, right. that sounds overly negative, but that's the reality. I mean, they're making massive, massive toy lines and our order is to say it's a drop in the bucket for them is a drop in the bucket. And, and so things just move at a different pace. So wave two is taking longer than I would like, but it's also a thing that uh, I want them to come out exactly how we expect them to come out and in as much i don't have a specific date like it should be it should have been shipping soon and quite frankly right now as i'm going back and just making sure they're right it may you know i'm i'm not completely convinced it's going to happen by january and if it doesn't happen by january then february is chinese new year and no one works for the entire month of february right so I'm very hopeful that they will be out before Chinese New Year, which is very late, very, very late and uh, extremely frustrating. That said, wave three and wave four, we've moved back to our factory. Oh, okay. I don't think, I don't think anybody else will notice. I don't say that. No one will be able to notice from one to the other the, any difference, like, material specs everything that's all coming from us right i think it'll just be one of those things where wave two is going to take much longer than we had liked wave two is going to hit and then you're probably going to get wave three one month after wave two and you're going to get wave four one month after wave three because you're able to work on three right now right i mean three three and four being because three was at mattel factory and we pulled it out of there and took it to our factory and literally it's right in line before four that's up right now so literally it's like wave two is going to get delayed enough that literally we believe that wave two is going to deliver one month wave three is going to deliver the month after that and wave four is going to deliver the month after that wow so i don't you know and and then there's that catch-22 where you're like he clearly knows what the dates but he's not saying them and it's like i just (laughs) i don't know exactly but that's the way it looks like right now but I think wave two is going to be delayed for a bit. And, and if so, we've got to figure out a way to sort of do a, Hey, sorry, this took so long. Here's this, here's that. Here's something like, sort of like what happened with Conan where we made the extra weapons for him. Right. You know, uh, it's not our intent 
you know, a lot of these guys are like, these guys are just shady and they don't want to, you know, it's like, you think really like yeah. my business would be so much better if I delivered these on time. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, it's, but at the same time, I don't want to just get the toy out. Like right. damn the torpedoes. It's got to be out by this time so I can offer up the next pre-order. That's not good either. So as painful it is, trust me, it's painful for me because you know, I can't move on to the next pre-order until I deliver this one. Right. So I'm sort of stuck here waiting. So, but I'm not going to send out something that isn't going to live up to what we expect. And I think that's the big thing with wave two at that Mattel factory. It's got to be perfect. It's yeah. got to be perfect. I, and then wave three and four are at the factory we use for turtles and everything else. And, you know, it, I'm not, I'm not, I hate to say worried because that makes it sound like, should I be worried? It's like, you shouldn't be worried. It's just going to go so much slower at the other factory. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's, that's an interesting piece of insight and, and I appreciate that. And I, I got to be honest with you. Um, to me, waiting until it's, it, it's right, as you said, that, that's definitely the, the right way to go. But I mean, then, you know, if, if things work out, as you say, and wave two arrives and then, you know, three and four in, in short order, I think um, everybody will tend to, you know, be like, oh, we had to wait for, for wave two because, you know, maybe early next year, we'll call 2021 the year of the cat, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's 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 gonna be i don't know it, it's i i've got test shots i've got other stuff they're amazing and people are going to be psyched on them it's just i wish we could make it faster but it's you know toy making is not easy if it was easy yeah. everybody would do it so <laughs> it's it's a pain in the ass and okay. <laughs> so sometimes it takes a lot longer than expected yeah. So, so that said, um, we've got wave four open right now, but um, it may be a, a little bit longer in between when we see wave five go up for pre-order. Are you going to keep that yeah. rolling? It, it'll be a little bit longer because I won't put up wave five until wave two ships. Okay. Because okay. I, I'm, you know, like there, there's a certain amount of trust that everybody has with us, but I think four pre-orders deep without getting a delivery might be a bit much. So okay. We've got no, wave I'm, one, here comes wave four. When wave two lands, then we'll do wave five. And then okay. from wave five, then you can sort of cadence down three months after that. That'll be wave six, then wave seven, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Okay, well, uh, that, that, that's good information to have. And, and thanks for the transparency on that, because I think that'll go a long way for people kind of understanding, you know, the pace that, that we're working at with Thundercats, because I, I, I'm excited. Like I said, I just got my, uh, you know, wave one in this week, and I've already put in pre-orders for, for wave four, because I'm, I'm ready. So as soon as they happen, they're going to happen. But I'm, I'm glad that they're going to be as best as they can be. So appreciate that. Um, my so, wave so let's jump house. over. To... I can't play with them yet. <laughs> you can't play yeah, with I, them I do all the ordering. At his so house. He's got... <laughs> oh man! So just hold on to him. Don't even give him. To... <laughs> he, he just got his turtles uh, uh, not too long ago, which which I guess is the perfect segue because the other the, I got to tell you um, the the one that I was really excited for and, and not just for ultimates, but what I was really excited to see kind of overall this year was the, the release of, you know, the super seven take on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And now that, uh, you know, we have wave one in hand, um, 
I, I, I gotta say, um, I'm, I'm really, really impressed, not only with what I was expecting to be cool, like Raphael and, and, and Baxter, but man, I can't believe what a sleeper figure the foot soldier um, turned out to be in terms of, of, of how awesome he is. What, what, what are your thoughts as far as, you know, maybe a post-mortem um, for Turtles Series 1? You know, what, what went really well for you and, and maybe what are you looking to, to look to, you know, improve upon as we move along? Well, the interesting thing, obviously, is that, you know, I think for a lot of people, there's a lot of turtle product out there. If you collect mm. Thundercats, uh, unfortunately for you, you know, you're kind of stuck with us. Like, you can buy reaction figures and ultimates from us, but that's kind of all you can get. When it comes to turtles, there's 10 different places you can buy turtles toys from in 10 different styles. So It's crazy because there was such a... There, there was nothing for a collector grade for so long, but then now you're right. It's, it, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, Playmates is doing reissues of stuff. They're doing their stuff. NECA's doing their stuff. We're doing our stuff. So, you know, and Lord knows th there's just, there's a lot of turtle product out there. And so we really wanted to do the turtle product that, you know, spoke to us. And for me, I didn't watch that cartoon as much. I'm a little bit older, but I, I loved the toys. Mm -hmm. And the toys were really interesting to me. And so when I think about those characters, like I remember when the very first black and white comics came out, and you know, that's a very different aesthetic. What drew me in more than anything was the toys. So for me, it was like taking the toy aesthetic of those original Playmates figures, but evolving that into a very much more modern sensibility, but still making it instantly like, oh, that's toy Raphael, or that's toy yeah. foot soldier. That was that. And then, you know, you know, wave one for me, it was like Baxter. We have to make Baxter Stockman. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's one of those toys that I was like, I love this one. It's like, yeah, but it's just Baxter Stockman. It's like, no, it's Baxter <laughs> fucking Stockman, man. So, uh, and, and he's he, impressive. He's, he turned out, he is so impressive. <laughs> and it's one of those things where, you know, there was definitely a lot when that line got announced, when the pre-orders went up along the way, there's definitely been a whole lot of people that are just sort of just like, you know, well, I'm not sure about this, you know, compare and contrast us to what else is out there. And I think it was once the San Diego figure really got into people's hands that they were like, oh, now I understand what the difference is between what you guys are doing, between what NECA is doing, between what other people are doing. Now that I understand what it is, now, now it's okay. Because, you know, you know, we definitely get a lot of pushback from people about like, well, I can get that for this. Why should I pay that for you? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, we're not making the same thing. We're making a similar thing, but they're not. Yeah. The uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more than anything. I'm excited that people have them in their hands. Uh, the conundrum that we've run into is because a year ago, not that many people knew who we were compared to who knows who we are now. So there's a lot of people that simply just weren't aware that mm -hmm. wave, one, th um, wave one of Turtles was available. And then you run into this weird catch 22 of like, I wanna collect that line but I don't want to have to pay $400 on eBay for yeah. the figure. And so we're trying to think about a way where how could we go back and just say, okay, everybody that didn't get a chance to jump in, 
you can get a chance to get that figure again, but we'll change it so it is different from the people that got the original one, but it's yeah. not so different that you can't hold it as a line because quite honestly, for me, it's like my job isn't trying to make it difficult for you to collect my line. And if my figure is selling for $400 on eBay, that's fine and great, but I'm, I don't make that money. And that I don't need that. It's like, I, the whole point of this is I'm trying to make it easy for you to buy my toys. Yeah. Uh, but there's a sort of, it sort of runs back to when we did the, um, the laughing Prince Adam. And mm -hmm. we, you know, we were like, okay, we think we're going to sell this much. And we were going to San Diego with it. And all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, we, we misjudged the demand by this by miles. So yeah. let's open it up and let people get in. So how do I come back to wave one? Because what we were able to do is then, you know, I think most people know that we also partner around the world with other partners to help get these out. So whether mm -hmm. it's Big Bad Toy Store or Entertainment Earth, Space in Germany, Hio in Europe or Polyphony in China, you know, those people, Wave 2 hasn't delivered yet. So for all of those people, they were like, hey, the demand is so big, can we get some more of these? So we were able to say, okay, we're gonna make more of Wave 2 and Wave 3 for a some of these customers so we can get that out so we can saturate i didn't saturate but at least satiate that demand a little bit not yeah. oversaturated but you know they're essentially those and let's be clear since we're talking about this and people all of a sudden want to get into the business like those all those customers buy them the same way you guys do they pay deposits and they pay for them up front and then they sell them yeah. on their site okay i was going to so, ask about that because yeah Cause you're like, wait, wait, what? How does that work? Why am I going to pay up front? It's like, no, those guys all pay up front. So yeah. we were able to, they were basically saying, now that these have arrived, my demand for wave one through three is through the roof. I'm sold out of one. I'm sold out of two. I'm sold out of three. I want to up my order. And we're like, okay, like they're in production right now. Like I can have, make some more. So if you're willing to pay for them, I'm willing to make you some more. So yeah. with waves two and three, we were able to make more for those customers. Now that makes it sound a little weird. Like, Oh wait, it's not made to order. It's still made to order. It's still fine. I think they're still going to disappear quickly, but wave one is a bit of a conundrum because it's come and it's gone. And it sort of goes against the whole point. It was like, Hey, you had a month buy in, you know, secondary market is what it is. Like the people will decide whether these are rare or not. But I think it's one thing if you buy a figure from us for 45 bucks and a year later it's selling for a hundred, it's a whole nother thing when you buy a figure from us for $45 and the day it lands, it's $400 on eBay. Yeah. That's, that's a little much. So we've, we've been having a conversation with, you know, basically those same six partners of like, okay, if we remade wave one or we made it available to you guys again, but we ch like change the weapon rack color or something like that. So that, you can tell the original from this, but you could give your customers a chance to at least get into wave one so that they mm -hmm. could have all four turtles. Would you be into that? And I, I think we're going to do that. Um, but, you know, it's sort of a weird catch 22 where you get caught off guard with what are we trying to do? And, but I think the bigger thing is like, I just, I feel bad for the people who are like, Oh, I want to buy this turtles line from you guys, but I can't get the turtles. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
why, why well, should well, no, that, that, that that's good to hear because i'll be honest with you our feature for for series one um on, on our site did extremely well and then you know what we track in comments or on social media or whatnot is is that you know people have been sitting essentially you know they, they've been squatting on sites like big bad toy store or, or whatnot as you said waiting for maybe something to kick back into stock because they didn't get in on the initial pre-order and it's like i admire your tenacity to go after something like that but but as you said you know for people who want to become long-term customers um having the opportunity to maybe, you know, offer those up again. I, I, I just, I, I think that's good for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it, it really comes down to like, for a lot of people, you're not going to collect the line if you can't have the four turtles. I mm -hmm. mean, and if you've only got three of them and I, you know, I don't want to be a dick and I don't want to be the guy sitting there going, well, you should have known better. We were yeah. here, you know, that's not cool either. But also all the people that bought them took a chance on us and took a chance on that product. And yeah. that's the way it's designed to function. I mean, you know, you know, and I, I think it's because the demand is so big and it was so underserved. It's not like Toxie, like Toxie, people really want Toxie and he's selling for more on the secondary market, but you know, like I'm going to make up a number, but it's like, yeah, but that's like, that's like, 250 people like mm -hmm. it's not it's a big difference between it's like oh no like there's a there's a shit ton of people that need that turtle now and yeah. and uh, I, I don't want to I, I don't want to make it hard for people but at the same time I also can't just go oh yeah sorry that figure is now 55 on eBay let me make you another one yeah like, you know, that's not my job either. It's not my job to be like, Hey, I guess, babe, can you save me 10 bucks? It's like, mm -hmm. no, I can't save you 10 bucks. Like we're trying to make the next thing. Um, right. So this is sort of a unique situation. So I feel like we're probably, I say that because we're, I think we've sort of come to an agreement that we're going to try to figure out a way that I think we figured out a way, let me rephrase that, to sort of make wave one available again, but make it different so that everybody that has the original wave one has the original version and then there's sort of the, the remake version, but it's not different enough to where you're like, well, but that's not right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, but but maybe but maybe different enough to to get somebody like me is going to be like you know I need some of that second run too. <laughs> I, I hope not. I hope not. That's not the point. I, like I said, I think it. I think the, literally the change that we're going to make to the figure is instead of the weapons rack being that sort of like light brown, it's a dark mm -hmm. brown. Gotcha. Where it's like okay, it's still in the same world. It's still the same, but I don't need to buy it again. And yeah. that guy that didn't get it can get it and and still be happy to have it. Because if all of a sudden I change the paint on the figure, then people have to have it. Yeah. And, and I don't want to feel like I'm fleecing people or making them chase a variant that's not really there. Right. So. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, that that's, you know, um, I think that's first time news. So, so I appreciate yeah, that. That is first time news. <laughs> Breaking news. We're trying not to make your life miserable. <laughs> no, that, that that's good, but you know that that's that's wave one, um, and, and I've got to say that I'm 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 happy, and they're on my shelf, and and I am ready to build. So, um, what what about you know you mentioned wave two and three? Oh my God, when oh. you get Bebop and Rocksteady, it's going to be they're they're huge, yeah. they're huge figures. If you think well, about 
cartoon, how much round, just think about the, the dimensional volume of Bebop and Rocksteady compared to a turtle. Mm -hmm. These toys are stupid big. Well, stupid big. Well, I, I remember I remember at Toy Fair when you were like, let's take him out of the case. And I was like, I don't want to touch it because it's a prototype. But just you stand in there holding him. Um, and, and I've got to say, and I guess I would, ask, I would ask the question, but you probably already answered it now, is that Bebop's my most anticipated figure going um, right now, simply because I saw him there and, and he's giant. So um, are, are Bebop and Rocksteady really your, your, your two highlights that you guys have kind of uh, unveiled thus far? Um, I don't know about... I think they're going to really catch people off guard with just how big and significant they are. I mean, mm -hmm. Baxter is my guy. That's why we yeah. made the glow in the dark one for San Diego. It was mm -hmm. like, Oh really? You did. You didn't make a turtle. You made Baxter. It's like, yeah, we made Baxter. <laughs> yeah, no. Cause you know, that would, that would not be the sales team taking lead on that. Right. <laughs> sales team, oh yeah. We got to make, got to make all four turtles. That's how you make your money. Like great. Yeah. Let's make Baxter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. So, um, yeah, uh, there's there's some cool stuff coming out though. Like, you know, obviously in the last wave we had Mutagen Man, and mm -hmm. that one, that one's gonna be insane. Uh, how, how close are or are we for series two? Um, I think I'd have to. I could go over to a different spreadsheet here real quick. I don't think you can see my screen, right? That would be <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got all the secrets Whoa. all of a sudden. That would be bad. <laughs> it shipped from the factory in November. Wow. Wow, that's great. And, um. and Turtles Wave 3 ships from the factory in March, and that's just because the factory's closed all of February. Right. And that's, that's us saying, like, I don't think it's just because there's a, always a big crush to get things done in January before the factory takes the month off for, for Chinese New Year. So right. it, it's literally going to ship as soon as they get back from Chinese New Year. So which means it'll be 90% complete before Chinese New Year, but they just won't. Normally it would have come out of the factory in February, but they're not right. working in February, so it'll come out in March. Okay. Well, gosh, sh shipping for Series 2 and... Actually, uh... Series no, two no, no, no. in my notes here are that series two is ahead of schedule, so there's even a chance it might ship out in October. Ooh, that's e even better still because you know I I, I got mine and, and I'm ready. I, I'm ready for the next, especially you know that that Bebop. But um, you know you mentioned series three. One thing that I, I know people have been asking about, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't forget this, is, is that um, you know the solicitations and whatnot went up for that. And um, April O'Neil was originally listed with having an alternate head. Is that something that's that, that's happening, or or was yeah. that kind of a misprint? No, April O'Neil has gone through some fairly dramatic revisions. So mm -hmm. uh, the version that we had up for pre-order was where we were at at that time. Uh, she is uh, much, uh, you know, normally things change a little bit. She has changed a lot. Uh, yeah. And we could probably actually just probably send a note to people with pre-orders going, this is what she looks like now. Mm -hmm. She's got the alternate head with the headset that we didn't show. Uh, oh, okay. But her whole sculpt sort of top to bottom has changed since then. Uh, and she's much more cartoon, I mean, toy and, you know, it's sort of a cross between the two, but she's much, much more, I hate to say on model than she was uh -huh. before, but that might be a polite version of saying it right. Most people sure. were like, that looks like shit. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. She looked like the vintage. That that first, that first version Gentleman. of April. That first version of April in the vintage line. She was she was kind of weird. <laughs> There, there, there's more in there, and there, I think that there's also a moment in there where we've gone in and just said, you know, there's certain bits where we're very slavish to the toys, and then there's certain bits where you're inspired and involve them, and so she's got a little bit of both, where uh, it's, a, it's a good reminder to say, oh, hey, yeah, we should probably share an update on April just so people know where she's at, but yeah. she's been updated fairly significantly, uh, and she looks great. She looks great. Because uh, I think we can all sit here and say, okay, on the last one, like, she looked okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, anybody cool. standing next to Rocksteady, it'd be a, a bit of a challenge, right? <laughs> oh, I think, I think ultimately what, what we really deal with, because we dealt with this a lot with Tila and Shira, is that anytime you're selling a female figure to male, predominantly male collectors, they bring a lot of baggage to that figure from when they were 12. <laughs> uh, that you know, where the first time they were like, "Is that what a woman looks like?" <laughs> hey, April, the ravishing reporter. That that was a that was an interesting variant in the original line. So I, I think there's probably something to that. <laughs> I, I can I can guarantee you, with Shira, there's a whole lot of that. Uh, <laughs> if you look at okay. the way Shira was animated, that was a 26 year old woman. Yeah. Right you know, that was not a, you know, 16 year old sister of He-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, well, um, so, you know, you're on you're on the line right now with a couple of people who um, are, are, you know, just assuming that you guys wanted to save the best turtle for last because we are both big Donatello fans, but 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 who who's your favorite turtle? Which, which turtle is your favorite? Is it Raphael, because he let off? Uh, no, you know, quite honestly, you know, and it's going to sound, it's like the turtles were not the most interesting part of the show for me. I, Mm -hmm. Casey Jones was my favorite character. Yeah. So while everybody's supposed to I loved Ray Filet. Ray Filet, that vintage Ray Filet toy. I loved him and Ace Duck too. But even, even with Casey and the comics and everything else, there was just something cool about him with the sort of skull hockey mask combo and the hockey sticks and the thing. I was just like, oh, that's really neat. Where, and this is going to sound silly, where the turtles were fun and neat, but they were definitely sort of playing to a more juvenile audience where Casey wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I say that because, you know, it's like, sort of like there's people I know that were like always really into Spider-Man because Peter Parker cracked jokes and he was more of a kid. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, I was way into like the Miller run on Daredevil. I didn't even know who Frank Miller was, but I was like, I could get into the way the character was thinking. So mm-hmm. when it when when I got around to turtles, you know, the turtles were fine and cool and neat, but it was sort of like I got that joke. Yeah. Where Casey and some of the other characters were more interesting to me because they were just more complex. Right. Now that now, now that being now, now that being said, um, if, if things go um, as as we expect them to, we're likely to see you know the, the the fourth turtle in the fourth line. But do you think it's important to keep the turtles refreshed in terms of? Because I mean, we could talk about variations all freaking day with the with the vintage line, right? But are, are there some of those that you think are important to bring to to market? Not only because they're meaningful variants, but also because it's going to be important to to keep the turtle presence actually in the line going forward. You sound like you work uh, in a toy company. <laughs> 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 let's, uh, let, 
let's talk about the refresh rate. And yeah, we're right. About, how are we leading off the shelves with key characters going into this fourth wave? Hey, punk wave rock, five, we're punk out rock of the Don, punk rock or Donatello with the guitar, man. <laughs> punk, punk rock Don and a guitar, I'm there for it. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's not on the top of my list, but, you know, there, there are definitely... Yes, there are definitely some meaningful variations of turtles that happen in the the line that we're definitely going to do. And if you've been looking at what we've shown, at least in the reaction figure line, I mean, mm -hmm. we've already done undercover Raph and stuff like that, you know. So yeah. we're 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 going to go there. We're going to go okay. there. We're going to go okay. there with you. Okay. Well, we're going to, um, to go in some weird places, and then we're going to bring out some of those guys for sure. Well, 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 that's great. So, so when you talk about you know the the possible variations, and I guess the line as a whole, you know, you said you got you latched on to the vintage toys, and, and that's really you know what is kind of the heart of of, of this line. D does that mean that you are restricting the line so much to you know if it really didn't have a vintage counterpart, we're probably not going to go there, or you know this character didn't appear in the vintage line or something like that, so we're probably not going to go there, or 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 do you have a little bit more flexibility in in what you may be looking to do as as the line progresses? As the line progresses, there's definitely going to be some more flexibility. I think, you know, right now also, you know, and to be very plain, like when we got the turtle license was around the same time that uh, Met, uh, NECA got their turtle license. And both of us showed up at Toy Fair not knowing the other was showing up with turtles. And we mm -hmm. both were like, we got the turtles license. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're friends with those guys. I'm friend with, Ran with Randy. And we showed up and he was just like, oh, we just got this and we're allowed to sell to what wait you know did this and so we just sort of talked about it and we're like well what are you interested in? what are we interested in and we made a gentleman's agreement to sort of make sure that we div tried to diversify and divert i guess diverge sorry not mm -hmm. diversify, but diverge further apart from each other so that we weren't getting in this sort of he said she said whose friend is cooler sort of point of view you guys right. down cartoon movie you know because they had already been down movie and they were able, sorry, in their line, they were finally able to not sell it just at conventions. That's what right. so we got. So we're like, you guys stick to the cartoon and the movie. That's your world and you do it in your way. We're going to go down this route where we wanted to go, which was very toy centric. And we're going to do it our way. And in doing so, we can be very different from each other, have a different point of view, a different way of making the toys, different way of selling the toys even. And right. And it's not about which one of us is doing it better. We're making right. different things for a different person. And or, yeah, I was going to say, people who are into, you know, the cartoon, they've got their line, or the toy, they've got their line, or, you know, people like me who are into every single bit of it, and I've got, like, five or six active turtle lines going right now. <laughs> yeah, and, but that, that's, that's exactly it. And it's like, it's not this isn't a one or the other kind of deal. It's like, mm -hmm. buy the ones you like. You yeah. Know? So yeah, this is the ones we want to make. So that's what we're doing. They're mess. Ah, NECA is doing this version. So let NECA do that version. And their toys are great. And our toys can be great. And they don't need to cannibalize each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so... Turtle series one, I got my Raphael in hand now. And you kind of said the same thing with Turtles as you did with Thundercats. Wanted to get that first, um, you know, series out to people before you really went, you know, past 
three. So are are we are we getting close to 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 to, to maybe um, seeing four showing up soon? Four is October. Four is October. Love to hear it. <laughs> four is October. Well, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that, you know, little teaser with the with with, with the purple armband coming into to screen. Right? Yep. So you'll get to complete your turtle set in October. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to to not only see the best turtle, but also, um, you know, <laughs> whoever is is going to be supporting um, that lineup because, like I said, um, I, I'm with you with some of those secondary tertiary characters that that really make it make it really cool and and i would be remiss and i don't know if you can say anything about this simply because i i, I hear a lot of people talking about it but you know usagi um he's one of those guys who's always been very turtle friendly and, and, and adjacent and appeared in the cartoon the vintage toy line and whatnot but he probably has to be handled um a little bit differently is that something that you guys are looking to maybe approach or or is that really you know we've got a million other figures that we can get to before we kind of complicate things right oh no he's in there he's not oh, in right. four he's not in okay. four but he's he's you'll you'll get him in sometime next year wow wow well that's <laughs> straight that, up that, that's <laughs> Oh yeah, we 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 got the, we signed that license earlier this year. Yeah, no, 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 he's coming. Oh, but awesome! He, next year, next year. Awesome, yeah, you, awesome! You gotta have you talking to Jimbo. Yeah, yeah, he, absolutely. He's not turtle friendly. I mean, he's it's not even like he's like next door to the turtles. Like he has an apartment in their building. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> like married yeah. their sister or something. It's like he's part of the club. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, then, then from that perspective, then, I, I mean, what's 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 the what's the end game? I mean, it, it, nothing short of like every vintage character make it into your line. I mean, you want to see how far this is going to ride, like everything else, because I'll take it all. <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I keep flipping back forward to here. Like, I know that we've got turtles through Wave Seven planned as well. So, so cool. If that makes everybody feel good. We've got at least, we got at least three more after this already planned and on the schedule. Well, well hopefully, um, you know, if we get a chance to talk like this again in a few months, it'll be like through wave 17 already planned, right? <laughs> right now, you know, I say wave, you know, when I say things like wave seven, it's just because like 2021, that calendar is set. It's locked. It's done. I'm yep. working on the calendar for 2022 now. So things are, there's things in there that you know, we, you know, I assume that we'll be making them through the year yeah. in 22, but you know, yeah. you never know that we may get to wave seven and all of a sudden people go, you know what? I don't need any more of these. No, uh, no, we'll no. See. We'll see. <laughs> but my assumption is, is that much like Thundercats is that, you know, we'll, like I said, I have three thunder, three turtle waves in for next year on every four months. Mm -hmm. Is that like Thundercats like this is that, the ideal scenario is every four months, I'm dropping a wave right as you get the next wave, we're dropping the next. And that this goes on, this can go on for several years. Easily. Years, years, yes, please, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, like there's definitely a lot of people who would be like, I move faster, I'd like to buy more, you know, but it's also sort of like, but you know, there's other things, you know, if, if I do that, then you might have to pick and choose between buying my turtles and Randy's turtles. Right. Or you might have to do this. So it's like, I don't want to bleed this out. Let's try to like make this a nice, even consistent cadence where, you know, I'm like pizza once a month, you know, you're going to get me, you know, yeah. here we go. Yeah. And that yeah. way, if I've got more than one line, you're 
like if we're at, if because I think next year we're really moving across the board to a four month cadence instead of a three month cadence mm-hmm. is that if you're collecting multiple lines from me, you can still like, okay, I want Thundercats, I want Turtles, and I want this other line that's not announced yet. <laughs> I, I can still afford to do that if they happen every four months, where if they, all of a sudden they were just happening on top of each other, it, it starts to add up. Yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely the, the, the balance that, that, that you have to walk. So, hey, um, I, I, I'm excited because, you know, Thundercats and Turtles, um, they, they were big um, to me. Turtles was like my last big action figure line um, as a kid. So uh, it means it means a lot to me. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. But But, you know, you made reference to some things that haven't been announced yet, but... You also have something that has already been announced that, you know, I, I would hope is going to start kind of working into those, you know, uh, every month, you know, every four month type of formula is is one that I, I wanted to take some time with because uh, last month you put up for pre-order your first series of Disney Ultimates. And, and I've got to tell you, Turtles and Thundercats and even, you know, back in the day, Masters of the Universe, those li- those, those properties mean a lot to me. But Disney almost seems like um, it's it's kind of this even more gigantic thing um, to, to to be getting into. So um, you know, I, I guess I'll just start foundationally. How how, how did how, how did the conception of this come to be, and how did you think it would be a good fit for Ultimates? Um, um, I think the thing with Disney uh, is that uh, it it sort of came to us, you know around about circuitously it didn't it wasn't one of those things where we're like let's go get the biggest license on the planet right Uh, you know if you want a mickey mouse or you want you know mini or something you can go get that from not just a few people you can go get that from seven hundred thousand people like it's pervasive it's a different beast and it came to us through wanting to make haunted mansion toys yeah we started and so what we were originally going to be doing and what we will hopefully do in the future is we're going to do a whole, we were supposed to go to San Diego and do a whole haunted mansion event. Wow. Make a whole thing around haunted mansion. I, I, I got the reactions in the mail earlier this week too. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you like them. Oh, I, I, I you know, th- 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 this is really more of my scale, um, you know, right now, but um, they're, they're great. I, I love them. And, and I've, you know, I, I had some Haunted Mansion, you know, toys that they actually sold at Disney World um, a few years ago, but they're pretty basic. And, and, and these actually feel like, you know, I've got Haunted Mansion action figures for the first time in my life. <laughs> yeah. So that was sort of how we back ended into it. And I, what I really started thinking about was like, you don't really need a lot of this stuff in action figure form anymore. It's been there, but when you're talking about something more like an ultimate where we can really get into some of the soft goods, really nice articulation, making them very on-screen accurate, that's quite honestly not something that's been done in a long, long time. And I was going to say that. I don't think there's been a collector grade line for for classic Disney, has there? You know, you have the stuff that was sort of done in the late 90s and stuff, Mm -hmm. early 2000s, but it's not really the same. Uh, But that customer is a very different customer. And, you know... We went into it sort of going into like, you know, there's certain things that you probably have to do, but then certain things that we want to do. And so we just kind of went, well, what do we want to make? And while it's cliche, like Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey is sort of the start of Disney as we know it today. And 
I really was more interested. You know, I wanted him. I wanted to make a Mickey that could sit on the book. Right. That was what I wanted. I was. It was less about like, oh, look, here's Mickey pointing up at the stars. You know, it was more like, okay, Mickey on the book. That's crazy. Like that. Yeah. I and that's something I want to have. And then Pinocchio was one of those movies that I saw uh, several times as a kid, and I liked that. And then in the daycare that I went to, uh, when well, my parents were in the military. We were stationed in Germany, the Bitburg Air Force Base, and they had like a little daycare that on Friday nights or whatever you could drop off your kids for a couple hours where you went mm-hmm. to dinner, and you'd drop us off and we'd play for an hour. Then they'd play a couple super eight movies and then you'd go lie down on this cot and go to sleep till your parents picked you up and they only had like three and one of them was the soccer scene from uh robin hood robin hood i watched the soccer game from robin hood (laughs) must have been 50 times as a kid and watching prince john suck his thumb and choke uh, hiss and sir hiss and everything and so i was like and we're making fucking prince john and you know it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but then at the same time, Prince well, John outsold Mickey and uh, and Pinocchio. Well, I, I you know, I, he was the one that made me go, "Oh shit! I cannot believe that that, that Prince John is in the the first series." And and if this is kind of you know what what where we're going with this, that that's that's a I think Prince John's a big statement, not only because he's cool. For, for what he is as a figure and a character, but also what, you know, he can represent in terms of, you know, where, where we might be going with this. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that's interesting about it is if we talk about the way we structured Thundercats or the way we structured especially Turtles, where it's like, hey, you're only going to get one turtle this wave and you're going to get one main villain and then we're going to make a couple ancillary figures. But as toy collectors, you understand that that means that hey, there's at least four waves coming because you know they're going to make all four turtles. Right. We know they're coming. Uh, The Disney consumer is very different and you had a lot, uh, the amount of people that were like, I see Prince John, but I don't want to order him if you're not going to make Robin Hood. And and I was going to ask that. And it's just like, oh, they're not, I hate to say trained, but they're just not like, they're not coming from this same world where it's like, Oh, you're going if they're making Prince John, you know Robin Hood's coming. You're like, well, you know, yeah, and Little John and the Sheriff, all and and yeah, Nutsy, what, what, right? <laughs> what, what we didn't want to do was go in and make Wave One just like here's a movie and here's four characters from a movie. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, that's not is like if you don't, that's not as interesting as like having a variety of figures to know that we're going to get deeper and deeper and deeper versus just like, right. oh, I don't like that movie, I don't need those. Versus like, oh, this is a much larger world that we're trying to put together. It's been, it was interesting to sort of watch, though, that most of the people coming from the Disney side were like, but where, where's the other characters? Like, if you're making yeah. those, like, where's the... And you're like, they're coming? And they're like, but they're not here. And <laughs> I wait nine months to get these? Like, why would I do that? So, uh, yeah, it's it's been, you know, it's sort of interesting as you know, we take for granted that sort of the people understand what we've made in the past for some reason. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then when you realize it's like, oh yeah, actually as a toy company, nobody knows who we are. 
Well, you know, that, 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 that's changing. That, 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 that's changing for sure. And, and it's good to hear because, you know, I, I, I kind of get those blinders on sometimes. It's like, man, these are the Disney figures that speak to me. But there's also Disney people out there that, you know, everything Disney, you know, speaks to, to, to them too. Um, but, but, you know, you, you talked about this first series and, and most Ultimate series, um, if, if we go back to Thundercats and, and, and Turtles, have, have feature four figures in, in any way. And, and Disney kicks off with three. Is that something that um, because of just the, the timing of it, that it was three ready to go? Or is that something that we're going to see continue? Or are we going to see four in the future? It'll be four in the future. It was just okay. like, th these were the only three, you know, we were going to try to launch with four, but the fourth mm -hmm. one just wasn't coming together as quickly as we would like. Yeah. So we launched with three. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be sort of our standard sort of four because after four, it starts to get a little pricey, you know, it's like yeah. you cross that $200 barrier and it's like, well, wait a minute now. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. Let me, let me look at my credit card again. Let me make sure that <laughs> I'm well, uh, comfortable with this. Like, whoo, it's, yeah. it's hot, hot, you know, and I, so, uh, four is the ideal scenario because we can get a good variety of people in there and it's still sort of like, relatively speaking, an, an easy pill to swallow. Yeah, three threw a lot of people off. We're like, where's the fourth? Like, what are you guys mm -hmm. trying to do? And it's like, it, it just wasn't ready. So yeah. we've got okay. three. Okay. Well, you, you mentioned soft goods too. And, and, and some of, you know, the Ultimates figures in the past, like uh, Mumra, who just came out, they, they've incorporated soft goods, but it seems to be more sporadic across the other lines, whereas all three of the figures um, in, in this first Disney um, series do feature soft goods of, of some kind. Is that something that is going to be a constant in, in this? And, and if so, what about Disney made that, you know, something that you guys thought would be important to have in a line like this? I think as we've just evolved the ultimate lines, continuing to try to make the best thing, you know, um, the first soft goods piece we did was the, the cape for He-Man for the movie yeah. accident masters. Yeah. And it was like a lot of times when people put soft goods onto plastic toys, they look like bad Barbie clothes. And um, I, yeah. I, I have had an aversion in many cases to putting soft goods on things if they couldn't really be tailored very, I'm very well. I'm with you. Very well. And uh, so that, that piece we did and it turned out really, really great. Mm -hmm. And then, so we sort of, you know, then moved in with the Thundercats and some of the wire capes and different things. And you're like, okay, now these are starting, you know, we're starting to hit our stride with soft goods. And so when it came to those figures, it's like, are you sculpting that giant robe? Are you letting him, how would you get it off and on? What are we doing? And so we were just like, okay, can we sculpt this soft goods piece? And I'm sorry, not sculpt, but make the soft goods piece and make it correctly. And I think we've really finally found a place where it's like, okay, we can consistently do that. Uh, yeah. You know, of course, there's some people that prefer the static. There's some people prefer the soft goods. As we go forward, like especially in Thundercats or whatever, like capes are always a tricky one because 50% of the guys out there want the soft goods cape with the wire and 50% of the guys want that static pose cape. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, in some cases we'll continue to do both. But I think when we got into that, it was like, you know, when we looked at Disney, we looked at Mickey, it was, okay, here's his robe, but that big twine belt that he has, I'm like, once we mocked it up in soft goods and it was like actually made out of twine, it was mm -hmm. like that 
I mean, I can sculpt a piece of plastic to make it look like twine, or I can actually use twine. Yeah. It's sort of just, it was like, okay, it feels really good for these. So those came sort of naturally, I would say, as we continue to go forward with soft goods, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. Some cases you'll have both, some cases you'll have one, some cases you'll have the other. Um, it just sort of goes back and forth. Okay. Okay. Well, you, you mentioned Mickey um, and, and you gave a really, you know, thoughtful um, and, and really personal, um, you know, approach to why the Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey was included um, in, in this first series. But in terms of what, you know, you guys are going to do or what you're going to be able to do, I mean, obviously most of the, the, the Disney catalog is going to come from things from movies, right? But then you talk about, you know, the big five characters or the big six or whatever, kind of in their iconic um, you know, looks, you know, Mickey with just the shorts on or, you know, Donald and the Goofy that everybody um, thinks about. I mean, are, are you guys kind of limiting just to like movie appearance type things or is it kind of just, you know, wide open that eventually if everything works out, we're going to also see that, you know, iconic Mickey that's in, in a million, you know, uh, pictures and, and, and cartoons and things like that as well? Um, we're not limited to it, but we're not focusing on that right now because it's sort okay. of for lack of a better description, I'm just a little less interested in that figure right now. You know, it's like, yeah, it's Pluto. But yeah. Pluto as Pluto is, there's a, there's a time and a place for him, but I don't want to start with that. I want to start with, you know, Prince John or something that's more right. helpful to me. Um, I think we'll probably get to there at some point. Um, it's sort of an interesting conundrum too of like, okay, would that even be an ultimate figure at that point? Because it's like, oh, it's Mickey, as you know Mickey. Mm-hmm. Well, what accessories do you give sort of that sort of core Mickey? Like you give accessories to Steamboat Mickey or you give accessories to Yukon Donald or whatever, but like right. just regular Mickey is just regular Mickey. He doesn't really come with anything. Yeah, It's just Mickey. So... Uh, we, we've talked about, like, at what point do we do that? I mean, because, like, you know, for lack of a better description, on the business side, you're like, why aren't you making Mickey? Yeah. But, uh, it's just, it's not exactly where I want to go with it right now. But I'm sure we're going to do something. Mm-hmm. I just don't 100% know what it is yet. Because he doesn't, in a lot of ways, the core six figures in Disney – don't really fit into what the ultimates usually are, which are like, here's the three or four heads and here's multiple expressive sorts of hands and multiple of weapons or, you know, accessories. Like, you know, here's choking King Hiss and regular King Hiss and crown over the eye. It's like, well, regular Mickey is just regular Mickey. Right. Right. All there is. It's Mickey. Okay. No, that's, that, that, that's, that, that, that's, that's good to hear. Um, and, and it's interesting because, uh, you know, the, I mean, we're talking about Disney. There, there's so much um, to, to, to be done. Um, and, and, you know, you gave, you know, some, why, why Prince John was selected or whatnot, but for, for things that you haven't done in terms of like characters or movies or whatnot that, you know, you, you, you are without, you know, getting anything specific, but, you know, like, like, for example, for me, I love Mr. Toad. I love the movie. I love the ride at Disneyland. I would 
kill for an ultimate Mr. Toad figure or, 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 or even something far away from that. It's like the Black Cauldron. I think that's a very underappreciated um, D- Disney movie. I mean, is, is that more of the spaces that you're going to want to try to creep into with like those that haven't had their due that way, you know, in the past maybe? Yeah, I think we're going to be doing a mix of both. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, there's a bunch of, I, hopefully people will find interesting Disney stuff coming up. And I think it's very much filtered through what do we want as adult collectors that buy higher end toys. Like I don't need to be selling, you know, an $8 toy to somebody's kid of Minnie Mouse in a dress. Right. Uh, not saying that that's wrong to collect, but you can get that. So we're definitely looking to do some more off the beaten path things, but it's also been very much. Sorry. It's, Timber. Uh, it, it, Lumberjack Donald. Yeah, he's right over there. It's just that, you know, it's not just about what, you know, that, that first wave was very much sort of like, here's three characters that meant something to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of the character selection has been driven by a bunch of different people at the office and like, no, this was my character. This is the one yeah. I want to have. And it's like, all right, well then let's make that a priority. So uh, it's going to be eclectic. I think yeah. by the time, if I'm, you know, talking about this in theoreticals, by the time we get to wave six or wave seven, I think people will be able to look backwards and start to see a pattern that is coalesced. But I yeah. think probably in the beginning, it might feel a hair bit random when you're in wave okay. one, two, and three, where it's like, okay, where's this part to this part to this part? You know, right. and it all coalesce itself out, but it's, it's literally been like the, look, if we only get a couple waves, you know, this person, Nomi wants this figure. Mari wants that figure. Kyle yeah. wants that figure. Josh wants that figure. Okay, well then let's make those figures. Cool. Cool. Well, so, um, so just I because said, just because a Robin Hood kept figures in Wave One doesn't mean there's going to be a Robin Hood figure in Wave Two. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you slide. The rest, the rest of it, the rest of it will will move and change. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh no, <laughs> I, Robin Hood's in wave two. Ooh, Delali. That that's exciting. So so wave two. Then um, do you have that uh, scheduled yet? Can you can you say yet as far as oh, solicitation? Yeah. Wave wave two is theoretically wave two. Wave two is January. Wow. Okay. Wave two is January, so- and then yeah. Yeah, there's there's four waves next year. All right. Well, so cool. So we know what's coming in October now. We know what's coming in January. We got November and December to to kind of leave us, uh, you know, you know, guessing. But but I think that's probably a good time to maybe um, talk about, you know, some of some of the licenses or properties that you have that you've released in in the Ultimates, you know, stable or 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 execution or whatever you want to call it. Um, that that that's not really a here's four figures um, and and a wave and it's going to be continuing and whatnot. And 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 I'm talking about guys like you know, Toxie, Andre the Giant, Voltron, um, or, or whatnot. Um, what, 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 how is that thinking different when you're putting together kind of a, a single character figure or maybe just two, um, as opposed to the wider, you know, lo- the, 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 the bigger collections? And, and what do you look for in properties when you, when you kind of hunt that down, right? All I'm hearing is this grinding. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how much of it you guys are still hearing, but it's incredibly loud here. 
It's Ugh. like you moved it in front of the house or something. Um, uh, uh, the other thing is I'm going to probably have to switch and go inside and plug my MacBook in here uh, just because I'm getting a red battery now all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I think that's just been sort of more, these are figures we want to make. It, they don't really represent something that can go as deep. Like, mm -hmm. yes, we can, easily we can all sit here and talk about all the Toxic Crusaders that ever were. Yeah. But is it realistic to think that there's enough people out there that could buy them? I'm hearing and some chatter. I don't know. That's a pretty there's, awesome there's, line. There's, there's, there's some chatter. And I, I'm, I would love to. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not like, okay, cool. Here's a wave of four Toxic Crusaders. It would probably be like, okay, well, let's try Major Disaster and mm -hmm. see how that one goes. You know? Sounds good to me. <laughs> um, you know, Andre... He happened at the time before we really had gotten started with NJPW. Mm -hmm. So we were able to just make Andre by himself. Uh, there's another Andre figure we're going to be making after this one lands. That's a different version of Andre. And that's pretty cool. Um, hey, Dora, I'm going to I'm gonna go inside where I can plug in. Hold on. Okay. So I'm going to cover up this real quick. Hold on. Okay. So you're going to be stuck for a minute. All right. Oh, no. It's quite red. <laughs> Fade to red. <laughs> exactly. That's that is translucent human skin. <laughs> it almost looked like a just a just a. It, it looks like a thing. It looks yeah. like a red Pantone swatch. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Except it keeps changing tone. Really alive. Right, That's blood pumping. And see, now, now it's going to get really awkward where I have to, like, get the power cord out and then plug it in. And, like, you're in the hallway, dude. What are you doing? This is not professional at all. <laughs> uh, we got the magic of editing. Oh, my That's God. Right. Or, or you just keep it in for realism. Like, if you're dumb enough to sit through the part where he has to go inside and plug in his computer. Hey, uh, listen, it's 2020. Anything goes as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> It's like, now I am in the hallway. Yeah. Well, well okay, okay. Well, you're talking about Andre. I, I mean, is this Andre as a wrestler? Because my kid's obsessed with the Princess Bride right now. And man, I would love <laughs> to see something like that. <laughs> uh, no, it's not Andre as Princess Bride. Though we have to talk <laughs> to those guys about possibly doing something. Um, uh, you know, it's, I, I even forget where I left off. Uh, just, 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 you know, what, what, what you think about in terms of the, the one-offs, you know? I think the thing is, is that, you know, obviously the big waves are big commitments, mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have to be a big commitment. Like, hey, hey, this would be fun to make as a figure. Like, we don't have to make everything into a full dog and pony show. Let's, right. let's just have some fun with this. Like, okay, Toxic Crusader, like, I don't know if there's really a whole lot up beyond that. So let's just make Toxie and see how it goes. Um, Andre or like, you know, the wrestling uh, the major podcast. I mean, those guys were fans. They, they came to our booth at Comic-Con. They bought toys from us. Like they came out last year and were like doing interviews with us on the, the pizza box that we did. So when they got released by, you know, together fast. Yeah, it was just like, hey, wait, you guys aren't under contract anymore. We can make something with you. Like, let's let's just go do this. So, you know, it doesn't have to be really overthought. Like, mm -hmm. 
this can be fun and just make some fun stuff with people who are friends of ours. Yeah. So that's what we did. Is we so with that, with that, with those two guys being in new promotions now, though, is there some kind of licensing? No, it's just directly with them as directly with them. Yeah. The moment they got let go, I, I, yeah, I heard about it and like, and I was like, Hey, I literally shot up an email. and was like, does this mean you're not under contract? And they were like, I have to check, but I think so. Yeah. And then I was like, well, then we're free to license you guys. Right. And they're like, yeah, I mean, you have to make us as Matt and Brian, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, our stage names, if you will. And I was just like, yeah, well, I'd be down to do it. What about you guys? And they're like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in a thing where it's like, you know, obviously they want, you know, their whole thing is wrestling figures and they want wrestling figures. And, you know, what you hear about from the wrestlers across the board that we've talked to is like, they all want those figures but they're kind of stuck because not in a negative way, but there's only so many skews Mattel can make a year. Right. And you know, you're going to have to make a rock figure and a triple H figure and you know, the hot guys and they're going to mm-hmm. dominate. So the top 20 are already gone. So that yeah. if they can only make 40 figures a year. Every other guy is angling to be one of those 20 people. And right. You're not going to get a figure this year, and you're not going to get a figure next year, and you're not going to get a figure the year after that. Then you get one. And, like, how long does it take to get the next one? So it's been very interesting. Those guys are, unlike sort of other industries, those guys are very, very keyed in on the figures, and they're yeah. excited because they just they just want to have them uh, and, and be able to sh- give them to the fans because, you know, it, within that world, the, that guy really collects toys. It's not, it's not sort of a weird side part of the hobby. It's like, no, wrestling figures are part of what we do. Yeah. Cool. So that was that short window in between. It's the major wrestling podcast. What the reason I ask is Doc and Carl. Okay. See, that's, that's where I was going with that. If you could get other characters or other wrestlers. And, And quite honestly, the funny part is that pretty much every other you know, we've, we've been hit up by lots and lots of wrestling organizations, lots of other wrestlers about getting in on it, but it's sort of like, let's slow a roll. We did this with Brian and Matt because they're friends of ours. And then by proxy, same thing with Carl and Doc. We're working on some NJPW figures. Mm-hmm. Let's got Andre coming. Let's get this stuff out in the market. Everybody touch and feel this figure. Tell me what you think about it. And then let's see what the next stage is. Um, I think there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here, but it's also, <laughs> for, you know, it's like, we don't, we don't need to be living in the land of opportunity. It's like, what do we want to make that's fun? What are we excited about? And that same thing, there's only so many figures I can make a year. You know, yeah. so many figures I can ask people to buy from me a year. And so what are they going to be? What, what are the notes or that sounds once again, like corporate talk, but like, what are the, what are the hits I want to make? Like you're just talking about, you, you know, I'm going to be coming at every three or four months with Disney or every four months with Thundercats, every four months with Turtles. Like there's only so many more things I can drop into the schedule before the schedule's full. Right. And, and, how many people can get on board and what is it and how often and are you into, you know, so 
there's sort of a fine line there. And, you know, it may seem like there's some sort of giant plan, but a lot of it is just like, what do we think would be fun to make? Well, 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 towards that end, I'm going to kind of careen off a cliff then when we're talking about some, some of these other things, because King Diamond really brought, you know, you, you guys have been doing music figures for a long time, right? And, and, and I am the, the, the proud owner of doubles of every single uh, Fiend reaction figure, because I, I had to have one open, but then the card, I had to keep all of those because, because those are rad too. I mean, that, that execution, and this is just coming from a, a selfish standpoint because I love, you know, the Misfits so much, that, that seems to have either completed in terms of, you know, how that kind of ran its course. But, I mean, is, is, is there a possibility to somehow find Misfits in, in an Ultimates uh, uh, a line at some point, right? I mean... <laughs> there's, a, there's a possibility there. I mean, yeah. there's, there's definitely some more stuff that's happening in, you know, there's a couple more album sort of uh, um, homages, if you will, mm -hmm. that we're working on. Uh, we're working on a couple new sculpts with that. There's a few other Misfits things that are in the works. And then, yeah, we've had, we've had some long talks about, uh, you know, some Ultimate Series stuff around Misfits. So... Uh, I, I was, I was going to say, not if there, it could if, if it could ever happen, I mean, I, I can't, I can't think of one person that I know that wouldn't love an ultimate uh, Glenn Danzig figure. That's for uh, sure. You know, it's, it's, you know, there, there's a lot we're working on here. There's a lot. We're working on. I can't All right. Give away everything yet. Come on. I know, oh, and, and we and, and we've we, we we've had some some good ones. So I I think with that, um, <laughs> I I think we're good to probably close it out because you have been extremely generous um, with your time today, even running through an entire uh, you know computer battery um, in order to to talk with us. So. Um, I really appreciate Brian, you taking the time to to talk about Ultimates because it's a big deal, um, you know, to me personally, but also, um, you know, getting out there, um, people really taking note of it. You guys are getting into properties and licenses that appeal to a vast array um, of people. So I'm I'm really excited um, to see, you know, as we get into next year and, and the years after that, um, too, to to see what's coming. But you know, kind of in closing, is there is there something that you know you, you'd want to end with in terms of like messaging as far as ultimates or, or, or where we're at and, and, and maybe kind of, you know, where we're going. Yeah, I think obviously uh, thank you to everyone that has bought from us or a partner on ultimates. It is a bit of a leap of faith to be like, okay, I'm going to give you this money and I might not see a toy for nine months. Uh, you know, that's not, common practice. So I appreciate the fact that people have the confidence in us to deliver what we say we're going to deliver. Um, you know, and uh, I'm just excited. I mean, it may, may or may not be obvious, but I think like most everybody that's listening, it's like every one of them sits at home and says, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we made this? Wouldn't it be cool if they made this? And they start making up those lists. Mm -hmm. Well, over the last couple of years, we've really been able to be the people that can say like, oh shit, I can take that list and make it real. <laughs> Do this. And yeah. there's some shit that's coming out next year that's going to melt fucking people's brains. There's, well, there's a couple licenses that we've got next year that I still cannot believe that we've been given. And uh, it's, going, it's going to make people go like, I didn't know that that was possible. 
Oh. I didn't know that was possible. And that's going to be the thing next year where it's like super exciting. So it's fun for me to be able to make all this stuff and then have everybody else come out and say, oh, wow, I, I'm, I'm as excited about this as you guys are. <laughs> yeah. There's little people going into closets here. Because like, I go into the hallway, they like, like just crawled past me because they didn't want to be on screen, but they needed to get something out of a closet. So, hey, hey, that, like I said, that, it's that, 2020. That is real work from home business there. <laughs> exactly, it it fits the year perfectly. Well, um, yeah. I'm one of those list. I'm one of those list makers, so I could talk about theoreticals for hour, but. Uh, for hours, but you know, we'll leave it with that. And and I just can't wait to see what some of these are uh, and, and when it's going to be announced to kind of yeah, you know take us to the next level. Yeah, there, there. I you know, I that's why part of me is so bummed. Toy Fair is not going to happen because it was like, take a look at this. And yeah, we'll just go. What? Okay. So. Well. Well, hopefully we can make these, you know, at least somewhat semi-regular and, uh, you know, we'll get, we'll get into that as, as the time comes then. <laughs> yeah, anytime you guys want to do it, you let me know. You know? All right. I got well, no Brian, place to be. Yeah, well, yeah, same here, right? Well, well, thank you again um, for joining us. We, we really appreciate yeah, it. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we hope to talk to you again soon, but, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And I, I can't wait until, you know, we get more turtles, more Thundercats and, more of the things that we don't even know about yet so there's more, there's more things that you don't even know about yet i know uh, that, uh, that's the exciting part it's gonna be i can't wait yeah it's gonna be a really really fun 2021 uh i just gotta make sure that this stuff shows up awesome well i can't wait so thank you again and for everybody who's listening or watching we appreciate your time um today and until next time we'll catch you on the foosh <laughs>